Hi, welcome to Enter the Chat Podcast, where we talk about anime, video games, and all things nerdy. I'm Kwa. And I'm Siri. And I'm June. Oh, that was that was adorable. <laughs> was I supposed was that I was... supposed to wait for you guys to introduce me? No. Oh, that, that was, was perfect. That was perfect. That was great. Okay. There's just so many people in the chat. I'm excited and nervous at the same time. Um, but oh, I'm sweating. I'm like oh, so sweating. nervous. <laughs> it's better than a workout, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't work out today. <laughs> Let's <bad>. interview <laughs> a webtoon artist. Yeah. What were we thinking? June, do you want to introduce yourself and let everybody know what you do? Yeah, <laughs> if they don't already know by now, then I don't know what to know. I'm just joking. Um, so, hey guys, my name is June, and I am the creator of Sub-Zero on Webtoon. That's my, that's my big intro. Mm. <laughs> that's all she needs. Boom, mic drop. First name June, last name Per. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people pronounce it as, like, Juniper, or, like, yeah, I think a lot of people say Juniper, but it's, it's really just June and Per, or most people refer to me as June. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what have you been up to, Siri? I was gonna say you should probably let June go first. Okay. What have you been up to today? <laughs> um, like you mean what have I been up to? I think I think it'd be really interesting to I don't know, because for me I haven't I've almost wanted to catch up with you guys since it's been so long since, you know, the whole debacle happened. But um mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think many people don't know this. I have mentioned it before, but actually Kwan and Siri and I all used to work at the same well. They still work there, but I used to work with them at the same accounting firm. And then I left <laughs> to pursue like comics full time and to work on Sub-Zero. So that's how we actually know each other and we keep in touch. I feel like ever since then, I've just been working nonstop. And like when COVID hit, it didn't really affect me too much since I was already working from home. So <laughs> for me, it's been like the closest thing to like thriving because I tend to enjoy this kind of work from home environment. So nothing really changed for me besides just like working, you know, we just work, work all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so is it really working if you're enjoying what you're doing? Exactly. I mean, yeah, so it is. <laughs> I do think it's like a dream job. Exactly. I think I think about it all the time. It's one of those jobs where I don't really dis- make this uh, like uh, distinguish between like you know, work and work and play, like to me, it's almost the same thing. So it tends to blend into everything. Mm -hmm. But there's a problem with that, because you tend to, at least for me, like, I'll be thinking about Sub-Zero when I'm supposed to be eating and stuff like that. So oh no. (laughs) So it's like, I never get away from it, you know? Well, I like to live by the philosophy, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So I feel like you're living that life. And I'm quite Mm -hmm. jealous. (laughs) Yeah. Sub-Zero is food, someone said. Yeah. It's very <laughs> delicious. Have y'all tried yeah. it yet? <laughs> yeah, but how have you guys been, though, with, like, busy season and all of that? <laughs> <She's pretty laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess I can uh, talk about that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1015 was yesterday. <laughs> I was going to say yesterday. I, I do work in tax, so 1015 is a huge deadline for us. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys are, if you guys know anything about tax deadlines, those are pretty hard, hard set Mm -hmm. and it can get pretty hectic towards the end. But uh, I've had a full day of rest. I'm ready for this podcast. And that's why I set it on the 16th. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It makes things a lot better. So we're, we're, we're good. (laughs) I'm good. I've just been pretty much working uh, for the past week or so, um, trying to get some time in to do the podcast we did do on two weeks ago, right? Yeah, two weeks ago. And now I'm basically just going to focus on working on the podcast and catching up on my webtoons and Mm -hmm. uh, anime and video games that I kind of just missed out while I was working uh, a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. Nice. I guess I can take it from here so just a quick intro for those who don't know me uh, when we all work together i'm actually the marketing department for the firm so i make these accountants look really cool in the marketplace that's my tagline (laughs) for my job she makes our podcast look really cool too no thank you thank you 
But uh, what I've been up to, I mean, it's been busy. Um, I, I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys, if you know what that game is. Season 2 just came out last week. And I was playing that with some friends on one of my friends' Twitch streams. And then we also played the demo for Party Animals. I don't know if anybody knows that one, but it's basically a battle royale game and you're you are a plushy animal. So I was a dog all the rounds. And so you get to just beat each other up and then you can use weapons to beat each other up. And there's an actual game where you can team up together and try to get all these like sweet gummy bears or oh, what are they called? Gumdrops into your little goal. Yeah. So right before this call, I actually was trying to uh, figure out uh, how to pronounce every character in Sub Zero, uh, mm-hmm. how to pronounce their names, right? And I, <laughs> uh, they can attest to it that they thought my my renditions of the names were pretty funny, right? So Cairo, right, is what mm-hmm. I think most people call him, but I was saying Kiro. <laughs> I mean, I don't have an issue. Yeah, I don't have an issue with people like mis. Not I don't want to say mispronouncing it because I do know some of their names can be unique sounding so i don't have a complete like i'm not gonna hate you if you pronounce their names differently i know this is like a random example but i know like lyra from siren's lament i heard her name is actually pronounced lyra but Ooh. i say it, yeah i, I say it as lyra. yeah i think <laughs> I, I heard you too. yeah i thought it was lyra but i heard it's lyra like from lyrics i'm like oh okay but so i don't have like a preference i guess yeah, it's it's Cairo and it's Clove and Karis. I think those are the main the main big three. Oh, and Norin. I think a lot of people have an issue pronouncing his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I trying just... to I was trying to push for Sea Love, you know, instead of oh, Clove. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think that's gonna pick up, right? Sea Love. That's what I call her when I'm like very tired. I'm like, gotta figure out this week what happens to Sea Love. <laughs> <laughs> I call Norin Purple Eyes. I just. Call yeah. it how I see it. <laughs> and then and A A Ron. Yes. <laughs> who, <laughs> who's a fan of A A Ron, right? A Ron. Yeah. A Ron. Don't make me say your name again. <laughs> <laughs> or headband, I guess. I saw a lot of comments. No, I still call him headband too. Uh, headband man. He like, takes off the headband at like episode. I don't even know. Like at like episode thirty, he takes it off, and then he he never wears it then and like afterwards and then people still call him headband so i think it's kind of funny <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's taken off the headband for 70 episodes now and <laughs> that's what him. happens when cairo makes the name and it sticks yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right yep. you want to jump in we're gonna jump into questions i don't even yeah we'll try to keep it more conversational i mean it'll ebb and flow but well, you kind of answered our first question, you know, how things have been with the pandemic and mm-hmm. it seemed like nothing has really changed since you were mm-hmm. already kind of got your workstation in place. But yeah. Um, All right. I kind of wanted to because we do have some people who don't know what a webtoon is. So I kind of wanted to see what June's <laughs> definition of a webtoon is. You know, I was actually wondering if like, is there a wrong answer to this? Because I was like, hmm, what is a webtoon exactly? I think particularly like webtoon are comics that are specifically meant to be read on mobile and i think i think they originate in south korea so i think that's what that's like the definition i have in my head mm-hmm. yeah like they i've heard like you're basically when you're reading webtoon you're kind of supposed to turn your brain off from the because <laughs> you know when you're reading a manga uh the panels will be like all over the place so you're your eyes have to move uh, move around the page and you have to process a lot more information. But mm-hmm. when you're reading a webtoon, you can kind of turn your brain off and you're just scrolling. And it, you only have like down to go, you know? So, um, and I kind of like that style because I don't have to draw too many complex panels. Like I can draw unique perspectives and I like that, but I don't have to draw um, weird angled panels in order to make it look interesting. People are okay with just having rectangles for panels, which I kind of like. And you're not limited to um, a size, if I would say. You're not limited, like per page, like how many panels. I'm if I if I want to do a hundred panels, if I want to do eighty panels, it still works. So, yeah, yeah, I love the way you, your like the way it flows when I scroll. It it's like one long endless like. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I still collect posters. So if I had a poster, it would just like 
just from ceiling to floor. I could just have it in my apartment. All I was going to say was like the cool, really cool thing about Webtoon that I find is that you can think of you know, when you're reading a manga book or like a yeah, manga page, you're limited by the size of the page. Whereas when you're having a scroll, it almost creates a little bit as your like finger moves the paper or it moves through the scroll, it creates a little bit of a, I don't know how to call it, like an animation almost. You're mm-hmm. creating, so you can do these really cool camera pans like you can think of the scroll like a camera pan and that's why I think in like episode zero there's a there's a shot where the dragon comes at clove and it's this like aerial above shot and like I wouldn't be able to do this um, on a regular manga page with it looking the way it does I think it only works because of that um, vertical scroll yeah and that's funny you say that because that's exactly the pain I was thinking of when I made that comment Mm -hmm. Just the way it has such a unique perspective. Yeah, it's like, well, it's cool. I, I really per- honestly prefer the style and it's like digital too. So I guess it's easier to work with. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, I did see a question uh, that had a lot of likes, I guess. And I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. funny. What is Cairo's skincare secret? Oh my gosh. <laughs> skincare secret? <laughs> and then I think I saw an answer. It's like the blood of his enemies. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it's like the blur tool on like Photoshop. <laughs> because I really, I <laughs> you want to get real it. technical about it? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, Photoshop I mean, wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and or paint tool, sire clip is just like the blur tool. It like blurs and smooths out all the hard edges on their faces. <laughs> we need that in real life too. Yeah, <laughs> let's I apply wish. blur tool everywhere. Photoshop palette. <laughs> yeah. So really, you, you draw him with uh, with blemishes, huh? I mean, I, you could say that a little bit. Like, I have stray marks and stuff that I ask <laughs> my colorists to correct. I'm like, just please erase all of the, or like, clean it up. <laughs> Put him through the makeup treatment. Yeah. I think Sub-Zero style is a bit more, um, I kind of regret doing it sometimes, but um, my style has always been a little bit more painterly than just pure cell shading, so it can be a bit tedious to do and like when you have 80 panels it becomes a little overwhelming sometimes yeah yeah so i saw i saw a question in the chat from rosie and it kind of ties into one of ours that we have uh where do you draw inspiration pun intended from (laughs) for for sub-zero so i draw first of all i draw inspiration from like anything that i enjoy so i think a lot of the time so quick like backstory so in uh, Sub-Zero to me has always been an escape so whenever I'd be like down or upset about something I always have I've always wanted to um, tell stories you know and make comics and for me it was always an escape and the way it came about was I had two internships when I was in college and the first internship that I ever did it was um, working I don't know it was working internal audit at this like one little company and you guys are going to learn quickly but like as an auditor everybody hates you like no one likes you so the company the company itself didn't like us because we were basically telling them it's it's too it's too long of a story but the point is I was kind of I felt a little bit mistreated doing this job and I didn't really like what I was doing and so um I remember like I would have this sketchbook with me that I would take to my lunch break and I would just like draw. And that's when I kind of was reading Webtoon and it awakened this, I don't know, almost like a like a longing to create stories again. And so, you know how Houston traffic is. So like whenever I would be bored at work or I would um, just be driving on the way home, I would think up stories. And that's kind of how Sub-Zero came to me. And at the same time, I was watching like Empress of China, which is one of my all time like favorite dramas. So I think it came, it was a mix of like me being upset and like, I didn't realizing like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. You know, I don't want to be doing this. And then also trying to escape. And I've always loved drawing. So I think it was like Empress of China and like anime, obviously. There was also like MMO games that I was playing that had like a really beautiful aesthetic. And I think you could say like Spirited Away kind of inspired the look of the dragons and the whole concept of like shifting dragons so i like i literally put everything that i enjoyed together and i decided like i'm gonna make a very simple storyline um i tried to do something that was um like feasible for me 
as in like you know I this is back when I didn't really know much about making comics so I didn't know like all the technical stuff and so I was like I'm gonna have to draw so much so at least I'm not gonna do something like a mecca you know I want to do something that I know I can draw so I was like okay I'm just gonna draw something with horses and dragons and people and like romance just the stuff that I enjoy so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I could say it was a mix of like being upset and like the stuff that I was reading at the time or watching and viewing you know then there's so many good questions that I see here yeah feel free to answer some questions let me see let me go scroll up um what type of other webtoon would I make if Sub-Zero oh yeah like if I wasn't making Sub-Zero so like I said I always had a hard time drawing like mechs but I've always wanted to do a sci-fi like mech kind of story but the thing is it's very hard to draw like science fiction content and it's very difficult to find 3d models where that have that look to it so i mean i think after sub-zero i'm looking into doing something like that but it's definitely it would definitely be a challenge because of just the amount of work that it requires i did get one which sub-zero character do you relate most to i feel like i relate to a lot of them like i feel like i relate a little bit to to all of them in a way like they're all uh, I don't know aspects or figments of my imagination I think of like even the bad guys you know I think of them as like I have empathy for them I empathize with them I think I always joke around that I relate to Karis in a way because she she's like the quote-unquote mastermind she's this like sly character who like puts them together who like pushes the characters together so in a way I like her and I do know a lot of people who who like Karis but um I mean yeah I think I think Chorus is probably one of my favorites who or who I relate to. Oh, the one uh, I see one that says how many buffer episodes do you usually have by Bluebird? And I have zero buffer episodes. I have like I I don't have I haven't had a buffer since last October. So every boy. single week, yeah, so every up every new episode that updates up, updates is usually like finished minutes before. Like I'll finish it an hour or like 10 minutes before and I will send it off already so there's that deadline yeah there's no there's no such thing as buffer and I think for the most the majority of webtoon they don't really have a lot of buffer I have another question Axel asks who's the easiest character to draw (sighs) oh my god I don't I think Karis actually is pretty easy to draw because she's got like these her design is very simple like her hair is very, I think I, I gravitate towards round shapes. So she's got like, um, like her hair is very easy to draw. She's got, she's similarly, she's similar to draw with clove, except clove's bangs take up a lot of time. I think her hair is like super annoying to draw. Yeah, I think Cars is probably the easiest to draw. Also, I'd say Rizo and like the older characters, like the characters who are more, um, who got wrinkles on their faces because there's not as much pressure to make them look like really beautiful so I guess I you could say I I enjoy drawing Rizo in a way because I don't just wrinkle them up right yeah exactly <laughs> you don't I don't have to go and like it's not like Kyra where like you said we have to blend all the blemishes or anything like that mm-hmm. he looks better with blemishes if if I'll say yeah that makes sense that makes sense so what are your favorite animes, video games, and webtoons? Well, let's do one thing first. Let's do anime, right? Okay, Start sorry. Anime, nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one did you say first? Anime? Yes. Animal. Um, and yes, I do, I do cosplay techno. <laughs> sorry, it's morning. Yeah, I know you cosplay. It was so crazy, guys. Like, I remember being at the firm and Siri was showing me pictures. She's like, these are my cosplays. I was like, do you do this on the side? I thought that was super cool. Yeah, because uh, we were, whenever we found out she was going to be leaving the firm, and then we learned that she is a comic artist, we started talking about, uh, we started talking about cons and meeting up and hanging out and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I, do, I cosplay at cons. And then she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I was like, wow. So like, I'm, I, I guess, I don't know how like public you were, but I think I was like super secretive. I didn't want anybody to find out. <laughs> like, this is my side hustle. I don't want anybody to know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Funny story about that. So mm-hmm. I knew that uh, June was a comic artist, um, but I didn't know which one. And 
I I actually didn't find out that she was the creator of Sub Zero until I guess a few months ago when we first started the podcast. And Siri told me, you know, I was talking to June about uh, her webtoon. I was like, wait, webtoon? What do you mean webtoon? Um, <laughs> and then we just like I, I found out she did Sub Zero, and I actually read Sub Zero prior to knowing this, and I was like, what? So I I had like a fanboy moment of just like. <laughs> Oh my god, I know a webtoon creator. How cool is that? <laughs> but I remember I feel like I don't remember maybe telling you guys, but I remember we would sit at like and eat lunch together and I was like, "Yo, I'm leaving. I have this side thing. I'm going <laughs> to like I was saying like as if like just like passing, you know, very passive like, "Yeah, I have this uh comic art job that I'm just going to pursue instead." So, mm-hmm. but yeah, oh, sorry. Getting back to getting back on track again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like favorite anime, right? So I I like a lot of um, anime. I think it's really difficult to like pick certain ones, but I think, have you guys heard of Black Lagoon? I don't I have know. heard of it. Ooh, I just yes. don't know. I, know I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> so I like Black Lagoon. I like, um, have you guys heard of Evangelion? That's probably one of my favorites. Like, oh yeah, Ava. Evangelion? Yes. Yeah, like I've I've watched almost every, and it's like I I really like how messed up it is. Like it is one of the most messed up. Like the ending left me, the ending of Eva left me like depressed for days. But I did um like I really really liked it. And yes, I do watch Haikyuu. Haikyuu is like super cute. I was really into Haikyuu. I actually have a lot of old Haikyuu fan arts on my old like Tumblr accounts. I like Soul Eater as well. I do. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. and then there's super yeah. soul eater fan <laughs> yeah. i really like soul eater it's like one of but it's one of those like classical ones that i saw a long time ago and i haven't rewatched in a while and then one that i think it's like i guess it's more risky to say, like risky to say but there's this there's this one anime or manga too called prison school that i found Ooh, Ooh i've heard of that Ooh, one i know that one <laughs> it's, yeah it's kind of like i don't want to yeah i don't i wouldn't recommend it to like people under the age of 15 or like 16 i don't know it's rated but it's, r guys rated r it's pretty, <laughs> yeah, it. it's pretty rated r but i think i found it like really funny at the, i don't know why so yeah it's exactly it's a little adultish <laughs> but i do like it um yeah but i think in general ava is probably one of my top favorites okay like okay yeah yeah I, I, I recently only finished watching uh Haikyuu. I, I didn't think I would like another sports anime after anime Ice Shield twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um if anyone knows Ice Shield twenty one, that is phenomenal as a sports anime. And I actually learned how to play football from there. So if you guys mm-hmm. don't know how to play football, Ice Shield twenty one is a good nerdy reference mm-hmm. to learn how to play football. But Haikyuu was definitely one of those that I just didn't think I would enjoy as much. But when I started watching it, I binged all three seasons in three days, I think. Jared, he's oh. not joking. You're joking, right? No, Jared, I am not joking. I literally learned how to play football from iShield 21. <laughs> Instead of just watching a football game like the rest of us supporting Don't judge Texas. me, sir. <laughs> the football where a 14-year-old makes the Cowboys. <laughs> I forgot about that. Ooh, I like Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice, mm-hmm. Kuroko's Basket. I, do, I did watch that. Oh, yep. I love Kuroko's Basket. Yeah. It's- Kuroko's basket is you so know football cute. Football has more than four positions. Yes, I do, Jared. <laughs> I, I I know real football now. <laughs> oh, he's just calling me out now. This is what Jared so does every episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to uh, video games. Games. I don't play a lot. I only watch people play. Like I I watch a lot of streams. I remember I used to watch a lot of um Overwatch streams. Like I don't play because I suck. And I don't have time, but I do like to watch people play. Uh, um, like I would watch Over Overwatch, and then I watched my friends play League. I was playing Genshin Impact on my no, not Genshin. My God, Honkai Honkai Impact, right on my phone, and I really like it. But I think I've gone to this point where it's like when you get to a certain level, you're just snail pace, and um, I already spent money on it. It's <laughs> so I guess you could say that's why I like it because. I feel like I have to get my money's worth. I do want to play Genshin because um, I do want to play Genshin, but right now my computer can't handle it. So I might download it on my phone. Yeah. So I don't really play a lot of video games, but I do like MiHoYo's games a lot. Mm, okay. Okay. I started mm-hmm. playing Genshin. Um, I'll probably Genshin's- play a little bit more this week. 
But yeah. I mean, oh, the the gacha rolls. <laughs> yeah, they're they're terrible, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> the do does it um does it like stack the pity rolls, <laughs> like the like. I know that in Honkai, so the one thing that I noticed, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Genshin's so good. But the thing that I noticed is how similar it is to Honkai. There are so many things that are, um, like, even the character, like, Venti seems like a copy of Bronya. Like, I'm like, this is just recycled Honkai, but, like, prettier. So I don't know, maybe it's just me, but, um, like, I see a lot of the same features. Yeah, um, it's definitely similar. I think a lot of characters are recycled, but, I mean... At least Good the play game. style, I'm not sure. I mean, Breath of the Wild Honkai is basically what I call it. <laughs> Breath yeah. of the Honkai. Yeah, Genshin's <laughs> on my list for sure. My friends have been bugging me about it, so mm -hmm. it's next on my yeah. list. I, I got Venti on my second roll. How about that, guys? Flex. Nice. <laughs> you are just trying to flex so much tonight. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, so video game. what else is there? Anime? <laughs> video games? Oh, and oh, like webcam? Yeah, yeah my favorite webtoons. Oh man, I got a lot. Like, truthfully, I I read a lot, so I think one of my favorites is definitely. I don't know if you guys read it. It's called Imperia. I just think it's so beautiful, and like the world building is so pretty, and it's it updates on Mondays, like Sub Zero actually on webtoon. So, I really like Imperia, and I love all the romance. You know, I love the I love like I love you, um, Sirens of Men. Can Ooh, you, I love you. Oh, there's so many. Like I. Also, like, uh, my dear cold-blooded king. And then I like Unordinary a lot. And then, yeah, like, dude, there's a lot. Like, I actually enjoy a lot of Webtoon. I just can't think about all of them off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Yes, I read Midnight Populand as well. There's, I, like, read basically everything. I just don't, I can't, like, I don't want to say, like, I have one favorite. Because also, I think a lot of these creators are my friends, too. So I don't want to be like, oh, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, um... that can lead on to our next question. I was wondering if you were gonna do any collabs with other webtoon artists. I do actually. I don't want to say who, but I was thinking of doing something for Halloween with someone. Um, okay. I don't know if it's gonna be like directly on webtoon because it's because it's it, like I do know creators will like do collabs. Like I know you guys, you, pro you guys probably saw there was like a Sub Zero Easter egg in Age Matters. So yeah, I, I love Age Matters too, by the way. Like Envy's comic is so cute. But so people will do collabs like that. But I think for me, it's really difficult since um, like Sub-Zero's like setting is not, it's not like collab friendly, if that makes any sense. But I do want to do something, at least on like social media, like for Halloween, we wanted to do something. And I guess you guys will find out who it is when we do decide to do it. Ooh, teasers, Ooh, love it. Exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to see if I can get any questions in the chat. Uh -huh. I know my mod sent me some. One of the questions I got was from Maddie Hatter. What is your plan when Sub-Zero comes to an end? Will you make another comic or go back to an office job? <laughs> I don't think I can go back to an office job. I'd be like, <laughs> well, so Sub-Zero is actually kind of long. So my plan is to either make another comic <laughs> or just like retire altogether <laughs> like go sleep for like a few years um I think definitely I just want to continue making comics and like if anything maybe like once you get to an age where your body isn't able to handle doing like 100 panels a week you can I can like hire other artists to help me but definitely I want to I kind of want to uh like Sub-Zero is meant to be kind of long so I don't know when exactly it's going to end, but it's like we're I'm going to plan out a couple of things during our break. We're going to plan out some stuff, so we'll see. Um, but definitely, I want to continue making comics. Okay. Good answer. Ooh, this I is think... a really good one. I, mm. I don't know if you want to answer this one. Feel free not to. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. If you could rewrite any moments in Sub-Zero, what would it be? Oh, that was, <laughs> that was Jared's. That was Jared. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think like what can I say I think that um I don't want to go I don't think it's like respectful to my past self to be like I think <laughs> you know to be like oh yeah definitely I would rewrite this so there are episodes especially like when I was working at the firm and like when I was working two jobs at the same time where I feel like I look back on these episodes and I'm like this isn't good you know this isn't what I wanted what I originally imagined 
but at the same time I realized like this is the best that I could have done back then I don't think there's anything I would rewrite but maybe I would re-illustrate I think the first episode where like Clove is deciding um the first step not not like not the prologue but the first episode uh, I feel like I didn't fully have their designs down so I would probably redrop certain panels but I don't think I would rewrite anything just because yeah like that was the best that I could have done at the you know at that time and I feel like saying that I would have done this and this it's almost like unreal like <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of decisions that I did make that basically swayed the course of the comic altogether so if I say like oh I wish I could have redrawn or rewritten this in a way that like it was I don't know I I feel like yeah like it <laughs> that was the best that I could have done so I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to live with the regret of you know thinking this is horrible you know it's the best <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really it was the best I could have done you're so what? forgiving of yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know if I'm forgiving yeah it's like a I like beat myself up a lot sometimes over like certain decisions that I made but I think everybody goes through this. And like I said, I think Webtoon is one of those, it's one of those like really adaptive kind of jobs where you can't be married to anything. And even if you really want to include a scene, if it just doesn't work out, you just have to throw it in the trash and you have to be like, okay with that, you know? So I don't get married to anything anymore. I do like, if I, if I have a sketch in mind and like my editor tells me like, this isn't going to work. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, goodbye. Like it doesn't, um, it doesn't, I don't get attached to it as much. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I used to, but nowadays I'm like, nope, it's fine. Stick it to your guns. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does it feel to wrap up the first season of Sub Zero? <laughs> it feels, I feel like it feels unreal. Cause All right, let's so, talk about when is it wrapping up for those people who don't so know. The last episode in Fast Pass that like that's going to be uploading is going to be, or this Sunday slash, you know, Monday, the, um, is it the 18th? Yes. So 18th, it's the 18th, 19th, yeah. 18th, 19th. So what's funny is that I didn't do this intentionally at all, but like Sub-Zero launched as a featured comic on the 18th of October in 2018. So it's basically two years. It's exactly two years. Serendipitous. So, yeah, I think it's actually really cool. I'm like, wow, two years. And after that, we finally finished like our first season. So I don't know, I find it kind of like the stars aligned or something. I think it it's de- kinda... they definitely did. That's yeah. amazing. It's I'm fate. surprised, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised that like I've managed to and you know I'm I'm proud because it's like it's 90, 91 episodes. Well, 92 if you include the prologue and I mean when you think about the panel count, there's like thousands. I can't even believe I like <laughs> threw so much. And they're all drawn really really well and I'm sure everybody in the chat oh, can agree. Thank yeah. you. I, I've wa- I've read a lot of webtoons, so I I know like good art when I see it. Um, it's drawn mm-hmm. really well, and every scene is just super fluid, uh, well paced. I think. Just as a disclaimer, I'm actually not caught up on Sub Zero. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mentioned in the chat I'm only on episode 21. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I think I just got past the wedding. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. anything, but I I literally just got past the wedding. So. Everybody in the chat who's like already caught up on it, they're probably like, wow, you haven't gotten that far yet. Um, but I think that's about halfway. Yeah, it's so like, I think it's more than halfway. Like, yeah, it's like 90, yeah. 90 episodes. Yeah, so I mean, I've gotten past the wedding um, and that's pretty much as far as I've gotten. But I mean, everything has been so spicy uh, leading up to the wedding. So <laughs> I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that means a lot, you guys. <laughs> I'll ask the next question. You kind of touched on this throughout the conversation, but I guess as pursuing your passion and making that mm-hmm. big decision, what advice can you give to people who have like artistic or creative passions in mm-hmm. making those decisions? That was a very roundabout way to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think I feel like I have so much to say about this question, but I don't even know where to begin. So I've always wanted to do art and I've always felt like I didn't um what I'm trying to say is like it's never too late first of all you have to keep that in mind so don't be disappointed if life happens and like you can't pursue your passion like from the get-go and I think the majority of like to be honest I feel like the most some of the most successful webtoon creators that I know are people who came from like completely different fields like I don't know if you guys know but um Uruchan from Unordinary was an engineer 
And then Mongi from um, like Let's Play, she worked in IT for 10 years. So it's never like, don't, you know, don't be disappointed and discouraged if you feel like you can't um, like succeed right away. And it took me like 10 years to actually make a comic that I felt was um, successful. Like I had so many failed comic attempts in the past that I just never worked out. But at the same time, I'd say the the main reason for that was like, I was thinking I'm not skilled enough, you know, I'm, I'm, I need to wait until I'm skilled enough. But the problem with that is like, you're just going to keep putting it off and you're going to end up like me working in accounting internships when you're just like, this sucks, like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And so I'm also that person who can, who doesn't recommend like putting all your eggs in one basket. So it's completely fine to go work a normal job and do a hobby on the side. And I would say only when you can monetize your, your hobby, like I did, like I waited five months before I quit. I didn't, I didn't just like, okay, I'm done. Like this is off the get go. Like Sub-Zero is doing well in the first month. So I'm just going to quit everything and I'm going to put my eggs in one, you know, I'm just going to go full out. I think people make the mistake of just dreaming too big and you have to be if there's one thing that accounting taught me it's like you have to be conservative so I assumed <laughs> the worst you know so I I I waited for five months and I I was like looking the numbers to see if they were consistent enough that I could live off of this comic because I mean I couldn't imagine just like quitting my job and then like being a you know just not being able to live off of my 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 work you know so I think in general um two things I have to say is like just be patient and like don't be ashamed if you if you have to work a day job you know and then monetize your hobby to an up to a point in which you can survive and then like make the transition I know there's very many people who are able to like put their eggs in one basket they're like I quit I'm done I'm just gonna do webtoon and like it works out for them but I'm not that kind of person <laughs> so I'd say yeah like wait a little bit if that makes any sense yeah. wise words <laughs> yeah yeah like, for sure I, I don't know how eloquent that was because i feel like i jumped around <laughs> so many times that was pretty I, eloquent i don't know what you're talking about yeah, that was that was good <laughs> you've been eloquent this better. whole time <laughs> <laughs> how are you so wise <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's well i'm not wise but imagine um like working for working two jobs for five months and i was sleeping like two hours a night i feel so bad when i think about like going to work and just being dead and then I would come home and I would be dead and I don't feel like I'm, I don't know how I actually survived for five months I feel like I just like lived off adrenaline for for that whole time yeah I remember I you telling home. me about that and I was just like wow that's that's <laughs> I saw it as amazing I was like you are doing passion and work and supporting yourself I think it's more like a stubbornness I think like I'm just <laughs> yeah. too stubborn yeah and accounting is harsh it could be a harsh world <laughs> I, I always say I did like it I did enjoy it a lot it's just I think I always had this like and if I had didn't have this like crazy like side hunger thing to create stories I think I would have stayed in it for a long time I really actually liked auditing but yeah mm -hmm. I think it was just for me I didn't want to um like live with regrets and I think that that was my main issue like if I would be at work or in an internship or anything, and I had nothing to do, I almost felt as if I was wasting time because I was like, I need to go home and like do this, you know, I need, I should be drawing. And so I, that was the, the worst feeling, you know? No regrets. No regrets. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That kind of goes into a, the next, another question. So, I mean, obviously it's probably more manageable now, but how, how do you manage your time and maintain balance when working on, you know, your projects? Like I said, I think I don't have like a work work life balance. Like I think all is work and it's it's all like enjoyable to me, so I don't mind it. I do take a lot of breaks though, so I do like watch YouTube videos while I, or I'll watch Netflix while I'm working. Like especially if you're doing something brainless, or um, I will chat with like other creators while I'm inking. You know, just to socialize almost. Because mm -hmm. a lot of our jobs is basically you sit down in front of Cintiq. And you just work but um <laughs> i feel like i procrastinate a lot because of how much youtube i do watch but i do think there's definitely times that like you have to i usually take a, a day off every monday and i just do it's still related to sub-zero like i'll do doodles and i'll do stuff for patreon 
but it's not um, directly related to the process of making comics. That's good. good. Yeah, yeah, that's good to give yourself a break. <laughs> we all need a break, you know? I see yeah. one question that I kind of like. Um, okay. Go for it. It, it says, um, from is it from, <laughs> from SC, heart, heart, heart. Did you learn anything during the creation of Sub-Zero, like from the characters or something? I definitely think I learned a lot creating. And like the number one thing is just, like I said, don't get married to things. I think as a webtoon creator, the hardest part is to overhype your own work. Like obviously you spend, you put time into sketching and you put time into doing something. But sometimes you have to be honest with yourself and be like, well, this just sucks. Like it doesn't work or it's confusing. And despite the fact that you worked on it, you have to be able to throw it away. You know, you have to throw it away. And I feel like I did sacrifice a lot of um, like really cool scenes that I or good scenes that I originally wanted to put in. But because they didn't work in the story, I just I had to give it up. Um, you know, I also kind of learned like finished is better than perfect. I know people say that often, but yeah, it's just never going to be perfect. And I think as a creator, I always have these like really vast, crazy visions of what I want my work to look like. But the reality is like what you guys as readers see is only like 10% of what I envision. Basically, I, I can only, if I can capture 10% of my vision in an episode, it's like good. <laughs> but I think I, you know, I tend to be a little bit disappointed with myself after every episode, like, oh, this sucks. But no. I think, you know, <laughs> you just have to be realistic with yourself because, um, you know, I'm not, I, I, I work with like many, many, I work with like artists and stuff, but like you can't do everything you want in a week. You know, we have a, a one week schedule. It's just, you have to be okay with like not making it perfect. Yeah. You know? Kind of sounds like setting expectations yeah you have to be realistic yeah mm -hmm. when you were saying you uh only have 10 percent of your vision i was thinking so if two years is 10 percent <laughs> does that mean sub-zero is going to go on for 20 years oh no 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 <laughs> no i mean that would be nice right that would be nice but um no i mean like you can only capture 10 percent of your initial vision yeah which, which sucks. <laughs> everyone's like, like really sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the good oh. thing is like the you know readers don't know what that original like 100 percent looked like so i guess when they see it it's like wow this is so shiny and new yeah. <laughs> but for me i'm like no it's not what i what i thought of you might have answered it but feel free to shoot it <laughs> down but what keeps you motivated and creative to work on your projects hmm man i don't want to be like one of those people so definitely I want to say like money but uh, so I think like income is definitely like a motivator but I think the most motivating thing is just reading comments and like seeing the, the readers like comments like after every episode when I'm dead I basically reward myself by reading comments and that's I think that's the majority of creators like you want to see how your um storyline is able to impact people and I have so many like stories from just like when I read comments, sometimes I tear up because I can't believe that my work, like my crazy, um, like dragon hallucination, <laughs> like it's able to impact so many people in the way that it does. And, you know, I've, I've read so many things that like break my heart. And I remember, um, so the reason the day I decided that to, to quit, to pursue comics, I remember I like took a day off from work just so I could go. And I remember Webtoon had come for Comic Palooza in Houston and they set up a booth and everything. And they had like a, like every single day we had a signing event. And I was like, dude, no one's going to come to my signing. Like, are you serious? <laughs> but they did. I was like surprised. Like there was a line of people. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe these people actually, I can't believe my comic has so much reach. And I think that was the most impressive thing because I don't realize who's on the other side of the, the you know, the glass. And I think also it's the same for readers. Like sometimes it doesn't feel like it's a human person behind the the screen. But basically, I remember like seeing this this girl. She came up to me and Kenny, who's like my editor, by the way. And we were both sitting there and she was like talking to us. She's like, oh, my gosh, you know, your comic helped me so much. And as she was talking, she started to cry. And I was like, oh, oh my God. like, like my heart sank. She was just basically saying, like, you know, Sub Zero helps me me get through so much stuff. And I was like, dude. 
And like, I think in my head, I was like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I'm like, why do I have a day job? And like, don't get me wrong. Like I say, I, I didn't mind my day job, but I think like that was the moment where I knew I was like, well, I'm done. Like, I'm gonna, I think this is more important for me. Like, I, I feel like I had more value creating comics than like making people feel stuff when they read my comic than like what I was doing before. And so that was kind of like the deciding moment. So yeah, I don't remember the original question, but it had to do with like motivation. <laughs> it did. It did. The tangents we go on. <laughs> yeah. yeah it That's was, amazing. It's just, yeah, it's just, I think it's the readers. And like, I've seen stuff about, like on YouTube of people who say like, you know, I had attempts on my life and like this comic like brought me back. I was like, dude, holy, like, oh my God, like I can't fathom. You know, I can't, I can't even wrap my my brain around how this comic actually impacts people. So I don't know. It's very, um, it's very surreal to me. Yeah, that's definitely great. Like you're doing something you love and it's for fun. It's a hobby mm -hmm. and you just don't expect that kind of reaction. But it's so <laughs> it's so wholesome when you see it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's really moving to see like how passionate the, you know, the readers are and stuff. Like sometimes... <laughs> I don't want to get like TMI, but like if it's like really late at night and I'm like super emo, I start to like, I, I like tear up thinking about how moved I am, you know, that like how how readers react to this story. So, so yeah, because it's, it's really changed my life. You know, it's changed my perspective and like my my life in general on a lot of things, like to be able to actually pursue this dream job as a and I consider myself to be extremely lucky because I ended up like my skills were good enough that my skills developed at a time when Webtoon was actually an option. Like 10 years ago, if I had 10 years ago, I don't think I would have been doing the same job because Webtoon wasn't a thing, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. I think Siri might want to do this question. Are you looking at number 10? Yeah, number 10 on our list. Okay, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but this is what I've been looking forward to the whole time. And I will tell you why. <laughs> But the question is, do you have any plans for the future of Sub-Zero? And by that, I mean, we, we've seen the success of Tower of God, God of High School being turned into anime. Mm -hmm. Are there plans for it to be an anime? Is that even a thought on your track of progress or anything like that? So I think when these kinds of, oh man, of course, like if I were to tell you, like, of course I want an anime, like I really... Um, like and welcome any kind of project like this except the the issue with this kind of stuff is like it has to, when I think of like Tower of God and things like that these are comics that have been around for a long long time and they're already like already very successful I think the the issue is right now there's just so many like behind the theme the scenes things that need to happen that I that a have to pass through webtoon first of all that I'm like not aware of you know I can't I can't like speak on what's happening behind the scenes. So I think that's the issue. It's just like, I obviously like I want an anime, but Crunchyroll or whoever has to come forward and ask, you know, they have to be able to see the success and like ask to do it because I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of like money and lawyers and like studios oh, and, yeah. like, that has to go into this kind of thing. Although... I did hear that like Laura Olympus, I think most people are familiar, like Laura Olympus is getting, it's already getting like an animation. So I do like, I have hope for the future. You know, um, there's things that I want to do for myself. Like there's like, I want to make a, like a little game and stuff like that, that I want to create. But when oh, yeah. it comes to that whole, um, the whole medley of lawyers and like all the behind the scenes stuff, it's just, I think there's a lot of like, uh, barriers to cross but yes Laura Olympus is getting an animation I think you and I'm like this isn't like <laughs> like hidden knowledge it's actually it's it's been publicly stated since um since October of last year actually they 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 actually announced it last year at LACC and you know who knows like Let's Play already has animations and stuff like that I think it just it just depends it's a mixture of like luck and a lot of things I wish I could give you a definite answer but the truth is even if I did know I don't think I'd be allowed to say anything due to NDAs and things like that mm -hmm. how do you feel yeah. about uh I, I saw a comment uh how do you feel about a sub-zero dating sim a dating sim <laughs> I don't I mean I kind of welcome anything to be honest I don't I don't have an issue with that I think that'd be kind of cool 
I'm going to give you guys. So uh, many of you probably don't know, but I'm quite the voice actor nut for dub stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've already cast five characters for Sub-Zero if it ever gets turned into an anime. So you're going to hear it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh for, for Clove, I imagine Caitlin Glass. She is Winry from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And then she's also Haruhi from Oran High School Host Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And then for headband slash AA Ron, I'm thinking mm-hmm. Kyle Abear, who is Adult Gohan from Dragon Ball Z, and Fat Gum from My Hero Academia. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, like literally, these are the voices I hear when I read Sub Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and then purple eyes Norin, I hear also his name is Aaron Aaron Dismook, who mm-hmm. is Tamaki from My Hero Academia and Senku from Doctor Stone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Cairo, I, I hear is um, Ian Sinclair, who is Sasuke from Free, and Dandy mm-hmm. from Space Dandy. Mm-hmm. See, I'm and not then, familiar with his voice, so I, I don't know. He has a lot of different voices, which is why I specifically picked Sasuke. Okay. Because like okay. he, ha- he can do a whole multitude of stuff. So, I, like, that's the voice I hear. And then for Karis, I have Erica Harlatcher, who is on t- Takamaki from Persona 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Those are my picks for the Sub Zero anime. You're <laughs> welcome. Know what June thinks. <laughs> I don't, the thing is, I don't know. Oh my God. It's, it's very difficult because I don't watch enough anime who, like, I, I think I have mental voices but i can't i don't watch enough or i i don't know enough voice actors that i can like pick but i mean i kind of trust <laughs> i kind of trust you uh, I'll, I'll be your casting director when we do auditions <laughs> yeah, I, tr- I think i pretty much tr- i think uh like yeah for me it's very difficult to like point it out but i mean what can i say like i say i trust i trust you i trust you <laughs> yeah trust me siri knows Voice actors. It is crazy how good she knows. Uh, I really always voice actors. I had a phase of like looking and digging into voice actors. I never really wanted to go into it myself, but like I always thought it was kind of an interesting. Um, like I had a phase where I was just like looking, like learning information. And for me, I don't. I think you guys talked about this on another podcast. I really like um Eric Stewart, who voices Kaiba and like oh. Yu and like Pokemon. <laughs> uh. I really love his voice. Like I always thought that he he voiced such a good character. Maybe it's just because I like Kaiba so much. But yeah, oh, hey, I forgot. I'm a fan of Kaiba too. Yeah, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh happens to be one of my like favorites. Mm-hmm. Yes, I actually saw the the movie like in 2017. I actually I remember like going to the movie theater with some friends, and we're like, you know, we're like 20 year olds, and we're just like, yeah, can we get L4 tickets to Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> And the lady looked at us funny, but um, man, I remember like, despite the the fact that it was like a one day thing, it was a uh, they only aired it for one day. I don't know why, but I, I guess feel they, like they do that a lot with the uh, animes in America. Um, yeah, they just, they just air it for like one or two days. So it was hot, but it was like packed. I'm not joking; it was packed. And I remember there's like certain scenes in this movie where mm-hmm. the whole audience is like still, and then when like when the big moment like when the pharaoh comes out at the end the whole audience is like screaming cheering <laughs> i remember i had tears in my eyes i was like <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just like yeah, you're reliving your childhood in a way yeah definitely Yu-Gi-Oh is a pretty big part of my childhood so yeah um, i think the yeah. last anime movie i saw in theaters was sword art online same um, yeah i think that was the last one i saw i haven't <laughs> seen much after that but ordinal scale. scale yep that music mm-hmm. score was hype but yeah definitely like we, we had a packed theater um everybody screamed when certain things happened and yep. it was it was crazy i just didn't expect that to happen um because yeah. that was like one of the first few anime movies i went to go see live in theater um yeah but it was just so good so should we start wrapping up yeah it looks like we're hitting that time i guess we have one more question on my list what do you plan on doing on your hiatus? <laughs> I have so many things to do that I feel like I, I'm. There's no way that I'm gonna be able to like hit all of them. 
But I mean, the first thing is obviously I want to actually get some rest, actually sleep at a normal hour, fix my sleep schedule, right? And then I definitely have to, I have to hire some anchors to help me with my comics. So I'm probably going to be putting out on like an ad for that soon, you know, to hire some anchors. And then like I have, aside from like making the comic and like working on building a buffer, I think I really want to, by the way, like I think the hiatus should be around, like, I don't want to say like, most often it's like two to three months. We'll see. Obviously, I don't really want to take time off, but I need time to build a buffer. And then like, I did want to make some time to like travel and see a friend. See, I have so many. I have like, I wanted to make like a plushie. I wanted to make a, to make, to have this like a mini game. So I have a lot of things planned, but in general, yeah, like I'd say get some rest and then like hire some more individuals who can help me make the comic. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be busy. A I thought you were gonna be resting. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's resting, and I, I mean half a little bit is resting. I think the majority of people that I've talked to who've taken breaks, quote unquote, it's like you're taking a break, and at least you don't have the pressure of a deadline. So that's the that's the good part. But you, I think I'm always gonna be creating stuff. I want to plan out season two to be really, really good, you know, so that people can so people can have something to look forward to because I. There's a lot of things that happen in season two that I've been waiting to do for a long time. And I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. It's going to be yeah. amazing. I yeah. hope so. <laughs> well, um, I, I think that's our show for tonight. Thank you so much, June, for joining us on Enter the Chat podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been so well, great to catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so happy I got to catch up with you guys. Like, Oh, like I said, I, I wish we would have like bonded a little bit more <laughs> in the two weeks that I had, you know, but it's it's really nice to hear you guys. And I'm really glad to see you guys um like having your own podcast. I think it's so cool. Yeah, we really appreciate you coming out. I mean, we have a lot of people in the chat. Just <laughs> I can see the love uh, all your fans have for Sub-Zero and for you. Um, and it, it actually is like so so wholesome because I know when uh, we announced that we were having you as a guest uh, we had like an influx of people just coming into our discord and mm-hmm. they've been talking every every single day and I'm trying to get through all the comments and everything and I can see mm-hmm. that your your community loves you a lot they're, they're the best they're, yeah, they're the they best. honestly like I, I almost have tears in my eyes because it's just great. <laughs> it was such a, it was so nice to see, you know, it's been a hard week for everybody, especially, you know, where we work and like I was paying more attention to the discord server, just seeing all the love that has come through and it's just so uplifting for sure. Yeah, man, they get me through the week. Like, you know, they, they get me through the week, but yeah, I, I have to get back. <laughs> I have to get back to finishing these inks so I can finish this last episode. And I mean, it's one more, yeah, one more grind. But I think I, I want it to be really worthwhile. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Why don't you uh, tell us about where everyone can reach you, June? Yeah. I so I mean I think I think the majority of people here came or many of them came from either Instagram or um, mm-hmm. you know, Discord. But I think basically all of my social media is just june pu triple r three r's june per at like twitter or instagram i have a tumblr but i'm not very active um if if anybody wants any merch there's like a shop webtoon there's like a webtoon shop i believe and then there's also like my personal shop that you guys if you guys want any keychains and stuff like that um and like all the links are on like my link tree in instagram if anybody's looking for them i also have them everywhere what about you guys is like is it just the instagram account i know you guys also have twitter yeah so we have instagram twitter and they're both different instagram is enter the chat podcast and then twitter is enter the chat pod Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm not sure why yeah um and then you can find our all of our other episodes on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pocket cast radio public and then everything is hubbed at anchor.fm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think awesome. it's all under ETC podcasts on those. So I'm not sure if you type in enter the chat podcast, you'll find it. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll post the links on, I think Siri already did, on our welcome page of all the mm-hmm. different sites you can catch our podcast at. Thanks again, everyone, for coming to our podcast. 
we really welcome you guys and welcome to our podcast community too. Qua and Siri and June out? Question okay. mark? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your night and stay tuned for the episode. Thank you again, June. Bye bye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you guys guys so much for having me. Okay, bye guys. Bye everyone. Good luck with everything. Bye bye.